of the Kutu Muay Thai podcast is brought to you by PMTLifestyle.com, authentic Muay Thai lifestyle by Kutu. Definitely go check out the website at PMTLifestyle.com for some awesome lifestyle merchandise that's for those of you out there either involved in Muay Thai, looking at getting involved in Muay Thai, and embrace a healthier lifestyle to live the life of Nak Muay. Go check it out. Okay, welcome to this episode of the Kutu Muay Thai podcast. Uh, today we have Mario Reyes. Uh, Mario, you're up in Santa Maria, correct? That's correct. In Napomo. In Napomo, Napomo, California. Um, he is a uh, martial arts coach, primarily Muay Thai. Uh, he is, are you co-owner of uh, 805 Kickboxing? Yeah, I'm co-owner with uh, DJ Docto. Uh, he, he just moved out here from the Bay Area. Um, nice. So it's me and him, and then we just partnered up with uh, Manny Marquez, and he's now running Westmore Jiu-Jitsu under the same roof. So we got a lot of awesome. good stuff going on sweet man so um you know me and you we've we met each other uh, quite a while ago i want to say like probably around like say seven eight years ago something like Correct. that um yeah. so uh you know tell me more about your guys uh program and stuff like that up there in the pomo yeah so um well we've been up and running for about three years we uh lasted through covid <laughs> we didn't uh it's a little different out here with rules and you know, everyone kind of knows everybody. So we were kind of able to stay open and, and keep the gym going. And it was a very interesting time. You know, we yeah. had certain people in the gym that were in the medical field that, that were still training during COVID. And so uh, learned a lot during COVID. We got to stay open. Um, and uh, it was at one point we thought we were going to close down. Um, but, uh, you know, we ha- we have a good core of students who kind of believe in what we do and trust us and they decided to continue to keep paying and keep us open even though they weren't coming um but for the ones that did keep coming we just uh got to this point now to we got past covid and we decided i had two locations going i had one in tenemere and one in the pomo mm-hmm. so after covid we decided just to focus solely on the pomo because there's really nothing out there in that area which is basically 10 minutes from santa maria yeah um and it was just a, a better decision for us to to go that route. And um, yeah, now we're moved to a new location where we got to kind of demo everything out, kind of customize everything that we want. Um, we're actually probably going to be opening up this week. So nice. yeah, more we were adding much more stuff at times, a few added programs that we haven't released yet. But that'll be soon. We'll be dropping that soon, what we'll be doing there. But we're kind of going to have everything going on there. Awesome. Yeah, I've seen you guys been teasing out like the new location build that you guys are doing too. Super stoked for you guys. Um, you know, kind of going into that, you know, making through COVID and, you know, with your coaching and stuff like that too. Is there any like secret or message or like any idea or like a product, like something that you have that helps you focus and kind of tackle on these like, you know, vital business priorities, right? Because you're pulling all these different directions in business. Um, honestly, man, I just do my best to stay focused. Yeah. That's, I don't really have a, a recipe. I do work full time as well. Mm. We do run the gym full time, but I also have 
a lot of people who help me out. You know, mm. I have a good little core of guys who believe in my system and and sometimes I don't have to be there, which is which is great. Um, you know, I got on Sergio Salazar who's helps out with the fight team, uh, Justin Suk who takes over a lot of the classes when I can't be there. Mm. Um so we have a good core of people. You know, we're a solid team that 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 keep this thing going the way it should be when when someone can't it's like the, the saying, you know, next man up <laughs> when someone can't be there. Yeah. Someone's always stepping up and we have a good, I'm pretty blessed with a good core of, uh, of, of students that I have and guys that want to learn and guys that want to coach, man. So it's, it's going good so far. Yeah. Awesome, man. No, and you know, you've, we've met some of your team and stuff like that too. And, uh, just me and you talking and stuff like that. It's, it's great to see you guys getting momentum, uh, from the past few years. It seems like, um, you know, kind of going into that, uh, how'd you end up here on the Pu'u Muay Thai podcast? You, you've been hounding me. <laughs> <laughs> like it, We've been talking about this for over a year, man. So I'm, I'm yeah, you, stoked. You, you know me, man. We know each other for quite a while. You know, I don't like doing this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just like teaching and, and letting my guys do all this stuff and let them kind of get their shine. You know, we're just, we're just old men coaching. That's it. You know, we're not be on camera, but uh, yeah, we, I know we've been kind of talking about it for a while and I guess it's the perfect time to, you know, I'm, I got, I had some time. I'm actually on the road right now. Yeah. So, I figured work, over right? And, yeah, work and, <laughs> and get it <laughs> what in. Do you, what do you do for work? I am a termite inspector. Termite inspector, awesome. Like, do you <laughs> like home inspections and stuff too? Like, will you help out with that or? Well, yeah, but I don't do all the electrical stuff and all that. I do all the just the termite. Uh, the wood destroying organisms is what we're always looking for. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay, so um, you know, I know you said you didn't have any like recipes for like how you structure your day, but is there anything that like you think is like vital for like what contributes to like the momentum that you're having for your team and kind of what you're doing, like any, uh, thing that, that you do, I obviously te- coaching is, is one of those things. Uh, is there something that you always do when you're coaching that like is maybe one of those habits that you always have? Just stay consistent with what, what, with what I'm preaching, man. I do my best to stay consistent with what I'm, what I'm preaching and, hmm. And I demand a lot from my guys, but also at the same time, I'm all, I'm always there for my guys. Yeah, right? you know, I have a I have a two year old, which all the guys know, and I think that's another factor that pushes these guys because they know when my son's in the gym, he's in there. When he's not, I'm away from my son. Mm-hmm. And I think that really does motivate these guys. You know, sure. when they're when they're competing, and it gives them that extra push because they know the sacrifice that I'm giving to them, and I get it right back. Yeah, it's like everybody always sacrifices time as a coach, but it's like even easier for them to kind of like comprehend that when they see your son. Right. Right. Yep. And it, and it definitely gives them the, the extra push. So I, I guess that's what kind of keeps everything going. Awesome. So going through that too, obviously you had some challenges opening, you know, you're talking about COVID, um, you know, with that, like that obviously could have devastated the business and like ruined what you do. And you guys persisted. Um, you know, you made a lot of tough decisions as did everybody in, in Muay Thai, as we know. Um, so it, do you have anything else that was like that? Maybe a time where you're going through and, uh, maybe that helped you have that muscle when it came time for COVID to like, Hey, I'm going to stick to my guns and we're going to keep persisting through this. Is there any other times that you've had like in, uh, what you're doing for coaching or even training Muay Thai where you've been in one of those tough spots where you weren't sure if you're going to be able to keep going or not? Uh, 
I get yeah, I, I can say before I opened up the gym. You know, I moved back from LA mm. and I was kind of done with the with the fight stuff. Um I I was in a I, I said I was done with it. You know, I didn't want to do mm. it no more. I just wanted to pop in the gym every once in a while and help people out, hold pads here and there. And it was a really tough decision to to kind of step away and then opportunity came and we kind of fell back into this thing. So I guess I guess that can kind of be a tough situation on on what direction I was going to go with this. Either I was going to completely stop it and not do it no more, or we was technically supposed to be just hop out a couple guys that were fighting locally, uh-huh. and then now we're a whole new hey, brand and a whole yeah, yeah a, whole, a whole new brand and everything else. But it's hard to stay away, you know. Yeah, it, definitely. It, 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 even during COVID, it had, one of the big decisions we had to make was we were still fighting during COVID. Yeah, yeah, we were going out to uh, Tennessee to, to my buddy uh, Nick Pycook. He's out there at a Triumph Fight Academy. They plugged us in in Tennessee, and we were going to Tennessee to fight during COVID, which was another decision. You know, I, I just had I was about to have my baby, and you know, I just had my baby actually, and I was out there during COVID. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and it, doing that during that whole travel and stuff like that. How, how did your wife feel about that? Uh, my girlfriend. The girl. Oh, sorry. Apologies. <laughs> Your girlfriend, she, yes. Why hates me still? I don't know. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> you got the good old, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and go. So you know how that goes. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, make it up when you come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, kind of going through that too, you know, for yourself, what do you think is like most critical skill you think people or like, you know, coaches, other business owners or like people building a brand that they need to master in order to thrive kind of what, with what's going on, especially in California. I, I mean, I just think I was, I was, I was just reading this, something on this yesterday, mm. you know, just have an open mind and, and really listen to, you know, your students, mm. listen to what your students want, listen to everything that, you know, that you might be lacking that you don't know. Mm. The answers are always in front of you. You know, if there's something that you're not doing right or don't be egotistic to where you need help with something as a coach. Like me, you know me, like I, I, I ask, I got a lot of people that I ask for help, yeah. you know, cause I, don't, I can't figure something out or I just, you just want to grow as, as, as a coach. You know, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't think I know it all. I'm not a know it all. Um, mm. and I think being open-minded and being willing to, you know, listen to who's around you mm. and, and who knows what's good for you and, and, be open-minded to, to get better as a coach as well yeah definitely man um you know and like you said this sometimes the answers are right in front of you and uh, yeah. i think that kind of that goes into like always having that student mindset uh right. for people it's like hey yeah you you know what you're doing but also be open to learning right right so kind of going into like some lessons learned and stuff too you know can you tell us like tell us about who like the like what the most influential lesson is that you learned from maybe one of your mentors, one of your coaches, uh, and how how it helped you become the person and like coach and business that you are today. Yeah, honestly, man, and uh, I I owe a lot to my coach uh, Roy Corona, which you plugged me in with before I moved yeah. to LA. Yeah, um, I learned so much from him as being a coach person, being healthy, <laughs> getting back on track, and uh, yeah, he got you losing weight and stuff like that, man. Yeah, we're out there. I remember that. Coaching, coaching and fighting and doing all that. And uh, 
I learned a lot from him as far as the big thing I learned from him on how to treat your your students and and, and your fighters. Mm-hmm. Right, you can't do anything sixty, seventy, eighty percent. You know, I, I the way the things I learned from him as as being a, as a as a coach for your fighters is something that I, I'll never, you know, I never would have learned it anywhere else. You know, I, le- I learned I learned a lot from him, so I definitely owe him a lot. Um, a lot of stuff I do teach is based off with a lot of stuff that he taught me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we still my guys still train with him. Mm-hmm. We go down there, they come down. So I, I definitely owe a lot to to him at. Corona Muay Thai Academy. Yeah, shout out to Kuroi. Roy. Yeah. The OG. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've talked about Roy a couple times here on the podcast too. So anybody that's listening knows it's not like a it's not a random name to drop. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, going through and like to where you're at and and having these like mentors and like these these roadblocks that you've worked through. Um, you know, it kind of breaks down for just like a recipe for success, right? So going into that, if there was like a magic reset button, right? Uh, you know, when you're going through this, like I want you to just like imagine you have the magic reset button as it relates to you starting your journey in like martial arts, right? I wouldn't even just say Muay Thai. Uh like what systems or like methods would you go back and put into place sooner rather than later? And why? <laughs> That's <true>. uh, <laughs> I would have not boxed. I would have been doing Muay Thai as a kid. I never would have touched boxing. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I just, uh, and I love boxing. I, I just, I, I, I fell in love with Muay Thai after, you know? So um, I would have, I definitely would have done Muay Thai a little bit more than I was focused on boxing and mm-hmm. doing a little bit of other things. So, um, And why? Just the culture, okay. the culture, the Muay Thai culture, you know, and, bo- you know, boxing is a different animal <laughs> when it comes yeah, to Yeah, a little more abrasive. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's just so much to, to, to Muay Thai, you know, the culture behind it, the religion behind it. Um, it's more than just, you know, bashing each other's heads, and it's, it's a beautiful sport. Um, there's a lot to learn from it, mm-hmm. and it definitely does change lives. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Which you know, in our gym, we have a few guys who the sport has definitely changed their lives, and we haven't really we documented a few of the guys on video, mm-hmm. and we have some other videos coming out shortly that there's going to be some crazy stories due to Muay Thai changing their lives. Oh, one hundred percent, man! I was at the uh, Muay Thai Business Academy, and it was like you know, I, I was I asked everybody, I'm like, hey. Who here in this room had Muay Thai change your life significantly for the better? And like, I think everybody raised their hand. So yeah. there's a room of like 35 plus people that yeah, uh, it, are involved in martial arts, right? It's so definitely, definitely has changed my life too, you know? Oh yeah. Continuing to, uh, you know, like I get to travel a lot, be in Boston this week for, for my boy Andrew's fight. So mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm in uh, Scottsdale this weekend. They have, not Scottsdale, the uh, Surprise Arizona this weekend. They have the regional seed qualifier for the uh, WBC Muay Thai USA out here so it's like a one-day regional tournament so it's, oh yeah I, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I can relate on that man like the travel thing is is different for sure for us like i don't think people like understand like how like ventura like san maria and like lompoc and poma like how like small those are like when you're there and you grow up in these areas and to be doing all this travel stuff is kind of like wild <laughs> yeah they they don't understand people don't understand you know they don't no. They think you're doing what the other gym's doing or this person's doing. It's like, nah, man, we're truly not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> um, you know, kind of going into that too, you know, what's, what's one strategy or recipe that if like a person or a coach or a business owner and the teams could consistently apply it every day, you know, and would really compound into big wins for them. Um, I think I know what that answer might be based upon what you said before, but what is like one strategy or something that you would say like that would help people just, you know, something that they can do every day uh, that would compound into a big win. Um, Just, you know, staying, staying on top of everything with your people, your students, your, your gym, your, whatever you're doing, whether it's work, business, you know, make sure you have a daily plan to, to execute it. Right. Yeah. You can't go in just like uh fighting. You, know, you can't go in. Well, some, some guys do, but you can't, you got to go in with a plan and, yeah. and try to execute that plan. Right. So when you start your day or you have something set up for your business, make sure you're executing it. And, and just ultimately, if you're going to preach it, you better walk it too. You know? Yeah. 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 So. Definitely. Um, you know, and uh, now that we're kind of like set that framework for, for everybody that's listening here on the podcast too, let, let's fast forward one year. Uh, you're looking back on some decisions that you made, like, and you're making now, you know, like I said, you're, you're traveling this weekend, Boston, uh, imagine, you know, the people you're working with today exceed your highest expectations, right? Like your team just goes way beyond, right? You know, what do you think like the recipe or the strategy that you did and consistently apply that delivered the most value to you in your, your business? What do you think that would, that is that like really caused them to go beyond what you expected just being be just doing what i say right just yeah being a man of my word and if you give me 110 i'm gonna I'm, i'll be right there with you right we're always gonna no matter what i'm doing right i can be two hours of sleep and i'm gonna be there for you if yeah. you know so it's it has to be a a 50 50 game you know yeah um, you know it's, it's hard it's hard to really get that but like right now with the team I got, I'm truly blessed with 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 these guys, man, and what they give. You know, it's 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 crazy. And it kind of it pushes me to to be better always. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, man, these guys are doing this. I didn't think they were gonna do it. Now I gotta do this. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it, it thrives as a business because if you come into our, our gym, it's a it's a culture we have, right? Yeah. Everybody works with everybody. You know, of course, you know, we do certain things separate, but you know, you can be a beginner and you're working with our guy with 10 plus fights and you wouldn't even know it just because everybody wants to get everybody in there better, which is kind of our culture, you know? Yeah. 100%. That's how you build a team for sure. Yeah. Um, so now I want you to imagine that you're standing in a room of like martial artists, you know, whether it be Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, boxing and, and business owners too, uh, people. Just like you, when you're starting out, like you're saying, it was maybe you're in that transition period, like I'm done. Uh, And they're battling their way through like the fears, worries, doubts, and struggles to find their footing uh, in what they're doing. What are two or three strategies or like tips you would recommend they focus on to best ensure that like they're successful in what they do? Okay, don't talk to me. Talk to Pooh because he's the money man. (laughs) Get out of here, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh. Just, just do it, man. There's like, you, you know, there's nothing, there's no, I don't, you just got to do it. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're right. You're mm-hmm. going to be right where you're at. Fearful, worrying, stressing, you know, you just, you just, you just got, you just do it. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's all I can say. Like I, I'm scared about a lot of things, but <laughs> we just do it. 
You know what I mean? We were scared about opening a new location, but guess what? It's the stuff we put in there. It's going to be a very clean gym. So yeah. I'm excited to kind of show what we got going on in there. Um, but, as, you know, there's always that fear of, should I do this? Should I do that? That's just me, man. I, I've always been one to just do it and deal with the consequences later. Yeah. And and dig myself out of a hole when I have to, you know? So hence why you have a two year old, man. <laughs> yeah. Do it now. It's even scarier. <laughs> if you don't have kids, definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh worth it, right? It's definitely worth it. Definitely worth okay. it. Awesome, man. Um, you know, thanks for sharing that too. I think it's like it's very key. I think it's something key for a lot of martial artists that see you're successful is that it's like, Hey, I'm going to deal with it. Like the worst case scenario, like, Hey, I end up with a bunch of debt and I have to restart and I go back to working at freaking, I work for somebody else. Like that's fine. Right. And it's like the humility to understand that that's a very real possibility too. Um, I think it's very key. Um, so, kind of going into this, like, you know, me and you, we talk a lot about like, Hey, fighters, promoters, um, <laughs> you know, all these, all these different aspects, coaching. we see some of this stuff and we're both like, Whoa, I can't believe somebody's doing that. Right. Um, you know, going into that with like promoters, there's, there's stuff like a rising star, uh, promotion that I believe that's what it's called with the Lino up in uh, Sacramento. Right. Yep. So, uh, tell me, like, you know, I've, I've been seeing some of this stuff. I haven't been to the show, but I see what he's doing. What has been your experience? You've had people fight on it and, um, you know, I know you talk with him and, uh, what do you think that like a promotion like rising stars is doing right that others aren't man, man from point A to point Z, man, Lino got to dialed in. He, from the weigh-ins to, from the minute he, you get, you get booked with the fight. You know, he's in touch with you. It's just the most easiest, easiest uh, road going into a fight with Lino, right? Because you know you're going to be taken care of. Like, there's yeah. no, if Lino says this, it's, it's that, you know? There's no, oh, I said this, but no. not With Lino, he's 100% fighter, fighter first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he doesn't need to do the promotions, you know? No. He does, you know, he's not doing it for the money, I'll tell you that much. Well, yeah, so, you're in California. You're not making money. Yeah, yeah. He, he and Lino truly, truly loves the sport. Um, he fucking has a hell of a team. You know, their guys are all good. We always match our guys up against each other because they're they're good, man. You know, it's always a good experience with with Lino. But as far as the promotion, everything's covered from your fight shorts to just everything, man. It's 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 worth. It's people were if they were to follow how he does his shows, yeah, and Muay Thai will be in in the right direction. And you're allowed to do everything, you know, your full ram, right, right, everything. Yeah, so, and you know, preserving some of those authentic things and showing showcasing the unique benefits of Muay Thai and the unique aspects of Muay Thai. That I think a lot of people, you know, and I know Lino does like he has like kids presenting the trophies and some belts and stuff, right? Yeah, and. You know, I think that's more a better shift towards building people than having a ring girl. Right. You know, it's like the the boxing aspect of entertainment thing, right? Where it's like, hey, like it's it's more grassroots inside of Muay Thai. And, you know, we talked about this and promoters don't quite understand that. Um, and like they don't understand that we all talk to each other. Like all the coaches that like, you know, we, we talk – 
you know, I talked to Crew Dan, I talked to like people in the Bay Area, you know, Gabe Davids, I talked to people in Texas, talked to people in New York, Florida, like everywhere. Like we're talking, and you're in Tennessee, you're in Boston. Like, like if you do something stupid, like that spreads fast, right? Right. So yeah, def- it de- it definitely does. And then uh, the whole thing with Lino and, and the kids, you know, he, he he's a, all about his family, you mm-hmm. know. And if you ever watch any of his guys fight, the whole family comes out. It's crazy. He, he, he'd be anywhere, and there'd be like fifty people deep. You know, it yeah. shows you what, shows you what uh what Lino's doing, man. But yeah, shout out to Lino, man. He's always taking care of us since day one, man. I, I, that's my boy. Awesome. Yeah, he's he's been uh like I've met him only like a couple of times and uh, anytime I see like his um team competing, they're always respectful and stuff like that too. Uh he's never he's never yelled at me as a referee. Yeah. So. I just I just know everybody's trying to uh get on that show. Yeah. You're talking about there's a lot of people who try to get on that show, so that's that's a good sign and I know he has some big things coming up next year. That, yeah. You know, it would be definitely Definitely gonna so, be good for a sport of Muay Thai. What What do you think? Like, uh, what's like the main thing that he's doing that's probably different? Uh, honesty, <laughs> honesty, and his matchmaking is on point, right? As for me as a coach, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want the easiest fight. You know, we we want we want we want to do this, and we want to showcase our best skills. And we we want to do it against other people who are highly skilled as well. Right. Yeah. And if and that's for me, if not, I, I don't know what the point would be to be even doing this. Yeah. Maybe to uh, post on Instagram and show the local people what I'm about. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, but it's like that's pissing into the wind, you know? Right. So, yeah. But, doesn't build anything. Yeah. Lino's, a, it's honesty with him, man. And he he's, he's a man of his word and he's really doing something different. Nice. Well, hey, Mario, it's been great talking to you. Uh, how can people find you guys? Uh, you can look us up on uh, 805 Kickboxing on Instagram, um, on our website, www.805moytai.com. Um, if you're into jiu-jitsu, you can plug into westmorebjj.com, and they're also westmorebjj on uh, on their Instagram, and that's our, our partnership at our gym. And th- they're going <laughs> they're gonna to be doing some big things this year too, man. It's, it's awesome. crazy. Well, uh, I'll definitely link that down in the show notes for everybody. Thank you so much, Mario. You have a good day, man. You too, bro. All right. That's going to be it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Pu'u Muay Thai podcast. If you enjoy the content, go leave a review over on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Give us a rating. It means the world to us. Also, if you want to be a guest on the Pu'u Muay Thai podcast, or if you just want to shout out to your friend, Go check us out at podcast.puumoitai.com. You can submit to be able to be a guest on the podcast. You can submit what you want to talk about. Also, if you want to just give a shout out, there's a button for that too. So what do you cop? 